to monetize me peppers. Where we pursue peppers, earning a living, doing what we love. Let me repeat that again. Where we pursue peppers, earning a living, doing what we love. You know, the pursuit of purpose, if, if there's a priority in life, I always say that, if there's anything that you and I need in our lives to make a sense of meaning to our lives, it's the discovery and the monetization of our purpose. My friend, it's not enough for you to discover what you were created for. You need to learn how to earn a living doing that which you were created for if you are going to enjoy yourself and get the greatest fulfillment and joy in life of doing this thing then you and i need to find a way to earn a living doing what we love i mean you can't go to the shop there in your uh, in your area and, and say, uh, uh, go to the teller with your list of groceries, maybe with your basket of groceries and say, you know what? Oh, I love this food. Can I please pay for this food with the rounds of applause that I've been getting? You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. But this uh, this morning, if you are listening to this in the morning, this afternoon, if you are listening to this in the afternoon, this evening, if you are listening to this in the evening, wherever you are in the world, I want us to talk about the priority of purpose. The priority of purpose. You know, it's you and I are not created for everyone. You and I cannot help everyone. You and I can't do everything. You and I can't be everything to everybody. There are some people, whether you are a coach, a speaker, or whatever, that you will never touch, that you will never transform with your message or whatever. You are just not the person who was called and created for those particular for that particular group of people. There are people where your business will never touch and transform. It's just them. I don't know the official stats now, but I'm going to assume that we are over 8 billion, over 8 billion on this beautiful planet of ours. And I want you to understand and appreciate this, my friend. You are not called and created for everyone. In the same way that not every pastor is for all people, the same is with you. Your business is not for everyone. Your life is not for everyone, and your purpose is not for everyone. Then the question would be, if my life and my purpose is not for everyone, if my business and, and, and my organization is for everyone, is not for everyone, then who is it for? It's simple, but it's not easy. It's for the people that you were called for. Now, the challenge that you and I are facing is knowing those people that you and I are called for and learning how to prioritize our life. I define success as the intentional pursuit and fulfillment of God's purpose for my life. And I, in that pursuit and fulfillment, I am enjoying it with my family and my loved ones.
Now, as you look at your life, as you look at your business, and as you look at your purpose, you need to discover what I call the priorities of your personal purpose. Let me repeat that again. You need to discover your own personal priorities of your own personal purpose. You know why? Because my priorities in my life and the priorities of my purpose are not the same as yours. Now, I want you to take out a piece of paper if you if you like writing on a piece of paper. Take out your diary, take out your journal, wherever, whichever medium that you would like to use or that you, you love using to note things down. And I want you to write everything, everything that you think is very important to you. I want you to write it down, write it down. Maybe they could be 5, 10, 15, or 20. Write down those things. Write 10 to 15 or to 20, however many things you feel that they are important to you and your purpose and its fulfillment. For me, for me, I would say family. I would say money. Definitely money is a priority for me. I would say uh, community enrichment or community work, whatever. Write those things down. Write those things down. Write those things down. Write those things down. Sports, if it's sports, fun, uh, music, entertainment, whatever, whatever that is. Write write those things down. Write write them down. Write them down. Write them down. Write them down and let me give you maybe uh, five seconds. Write them down. Write them down. Whatever. Whatever is important to you. If it's health, write health. Whatever. Whatever is important to you. Write those things down. Yeah, write 10, 10, 10 or more, 10 to 20 things that you feel that they are important to you. Sex, write them down, whatever, whatever is important. Romance, whatever is important to you. Beautiful hair, beautiful shoes, write whatever is important to you. Write everything down that you feel, think, believe that it's a priority to you. It's a priority to your life and it's a priority to your purpose. Now you you have your list, maybe ten or fifteen or what, however long or however small that list of yours is. Now I want you to look at every item on that list. That list, maybe it's five, ten. Let's for for simplicity stay for simplicity's sake. Let's say it's ten things. We've we've got a list of ten things. We've got a list of ten things. Now I want you to look at those ten things and ask yourself if I reach the end of my life today or tomorrow will i regret doing this thing you are looking at your list if if i were to not wake up tomorrow and god calls me or whoever it is that you believe in if, if i were to wake up not to wake up tomorrow if would i regret this thing would i regret doing this thing or would I regret not doing this thing? Write, write those things down. You've got that list. Maybe page number one, you've got your priority list. Page number two, you're asking yourself, maybe you can just put an R there. Would you regret RD? Regret doing or regret not doing? RD to, to, to mean regret doing. R and D, regret not doing for the ones that you will regret not doing. I want you to, 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 to label them down. If it's 10 things, yeah, you'll have maybe how, however many you would regret doing and however many you would regret not doing. 
Now, when you look at that list of yours, those things that you've written R&D or regret not doing, I want you to take those, uh, to, to forget about those things. To, for, for, to, to, I mean, those things that you, you would regret not doing, take them out. Take them out. Let's say, for example, out of a list of 10, out of a list of 10, now you've got a, a list of five things. Five things. Five things that if you were to die today, if you were to die tomorrow, these are the things that you would regret not doing. You're left with five things. Now, I want you to look at your life, to look at your business, to look at your purpose. And I want you to focus on those things as the priority of your life. These are the things that if you died, you would regret not doing. Maybe it's spending time with your family. Maybe it's spending time with your wife, creating more memories with your wife. Maybe it's being there for your children. Maybe it's loving uh, those whom you care for the most unconditional, whatever that is. If there's an item that you would regret not doing, or you would regret doing less of, or you would plainly regret for not having enough time to have done it, I want you and I to focus on those things. Now, those are the priorities of, of, of purpose, of your own personal purpose. They don't have to be the same as mine. They don't have to be the same as your neighbors. But those things, those things are the things that if you and I died today or tomorrow, you would regret either doing less of or regret not doing or regret not prioritizing in your life. You know, over the weekend, last week, as I'm busy finalizing the agreements that I'm having with this uh, this company, I will announce everything as soon as we are done with everything. We've got an agreement. They have licensed my content and, and they want to put it on their platform uh, so that we can have an exclusive, an exclusive thing. I'll, I'll announce everything as soon as it's finalized. But I thought that we would finish early. But it's taken longer and it's taking even longer. So as soon as it's done, I will announce everything. Then we will take it from there. Now, as I'm busy with the agreements and finalizing everything, and, 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 and I just got this message that a close family, a close family, a family friend of ours had just had the, the most horrible experience that you could ever have. She, she lost her husband. Now, imagine you are, you, you are recently married two to three years and after being married for two to three years i mean you you are still in the honeymoon phase you are still enjoying each other and 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 you just get this horrible this horrible news this horrible news that ish, yeah you're the, the person whom you've you've committed to spending the rest of your life the person that you you wanted to see Every day, the person that you wanted to wake up besides is no more. And 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 as we heard the news, uh, as we heard the news, hey 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 hey, no no, these are these are hard these are hard news and and the week passed by. We we tried to help where we could. We tried to help where we could to make sure that. She is fine. Her family is fine. We supported them where we could. 
and the day of the funeral came. The day of the funeral came. And I remember the funeral was supposed to start at 7 a.m., but it didn't start at 7 a.m. And because it's Sunday morning, the funeral was being held on Sunday morning. I couldn't go there early in the morning. I had to uh, go and, and, and do my church duties. I had to go to church, set up the sound, clean the church first before I could go to the funeral. And, and while I was busy with that, I was late for the funeral. I think I was 30 to 40 minutes late to the funeral. And when I got to the funeral, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw when I entered the church. I saw this beautiful, this beautiful, this beautiful. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't know if I'm colorblind or whatsoever, but sometimes they say that <laughs> I didn't see the red colors. So I will assume I'm colorblind. I see this beautiful brown, this beautiful brown casket. And my immediate focus was how is she? How is she? It's the final moment of, it's the final, it's, 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 she, 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 it's, it's, it's a final moment that she has to see this, this casket where her husband is laying, is laying in there. It's the last few hours before we send him to the ground. How is she feeling? That's what, that's what was on my mind. And I remember as the pastor preached the sermon and as I'm thinking about this family friend of mine that I love very much, as I'm thinking about her. Uh, I'm trying to put myself in issues because I know that there's nothing that I can say that would make the pain vanish. There's nothing that I can say or do that would make it it, it seem uh, to take any pain. There's no scripture that I can quote. Or, there's nothing that I can do. I know for sure. There's nothing that I can do, say, or try to do that would make this moment easier to bear and easier to go through. So I just tried to put myself in his shoes. And I noticed one or two things that were happening that I want you, that I want you to be aware of. As you are thinking about the priorities of your own life's purpose, I want you to be aware of this thing so that you... You don't think you don't prioritize the things that are not that are not important in your life. And as I see her, and as tears, as, as I take a moment, I put myself in her shoes, and I remember, I remember that a few months ago, I just buried my own grandmother, a woman I loved very much. And as I tried, as I tried as hard as I could uh, to keep the tears from flowing in my eyes. I'm just there and I'm, I'm thinking about her and I'm thinking about the pain that she must be going through and, and, and all those beautiful things. And I remember the pastor is done with his sermon. Now we are, we are, we are continuing with the proceedings. We are taking the casket into the hash so that we could go to the, to the graveside. And there are one or two groups of people that I want you to be aware of. The first group was the people who couldn't wait for the funeral to end so that they could have their church service. This is group number one. This is people who couldn't wait for the funeral to end so that they could have a church service on Sunday. She is there. She's crying. She's feeling 
like her heart is being torn up by there is someone in the funeral who's thinking, can these people finish? I want to get to church and be done with this. That's group number one. These are the people who can't wait for the funeral to finish because now it's almost a few minutes towards their church service. That's group number one. Then there's group number two. Group number two is the people who are dancing. In the funeral, they are playing a chorus. Uh, the band is playing some music, but they are there dancing. They are dancing. They are enjoying themselves. And she's there. And I, I see her, her, her mother. If it's a, I forgot if it's her mother or if it's her aunt. She's covering her. She's wearing a blanket. She's just in pain. She's just in so much pain. She just lost the man she thought that she was going to spend the rest of her life with. But someone else on the side is dancing. Someone else on the side can't wait for us to be out of the church and be done so that they can have a church service. Then group number three, it's the ones who are busy on their phones, checking WhatsApp, checking Facebook, checking all of their social media to see if there's anything interesting. Checking if there's anything interesting there. At group number uh, number three or number four, that's on social media. Then there's group number uh, number five. If it's number four or number five, who can't wait for the funeral to end because they are hungry, they want to eat. Then there's group number five, the community who just want us to be done with everything so that the traffic would be the traffic would flow and they can go and do whatever it is that they are doing with their lives. Now look at this these five people. Now, in 30 to 40% of, uh, uh, I mean, 80 to 90% of the people that were there in the funeral, they, they, they don't care. They are not there in the funeral because they care. They are not there in the funeral because uh, they are feeling the pain that, that she is feeling. No, no, no. Some of them are, are colleagues. They, they are there to pay their last respects. Not because that they are feeling the pain or because they want to. It's a requirement. You were chosen work to be there in the funeral. Someone is just there because they are a community member and they want that when their time comes, when they are gone or someone in their family is gone, they want someone to be there and represent them. In all of these people, 8 to 90% of them, they don't care. They're just there for their own things. But there's uh, 10% or less who are directly affected by this. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how she's going to sleep or how she's been sleeping for the past few days. But what I can tell you for sure, what I can tell you for sure and for free, the pain, there's nothing, there's nothing that can compare all she's left with right now are the memories. All she's left with are the memories she made with her husband. All that's left, all that his children are left with are the memories that they've had with their father. All she as a wife is left with are the memories that she's had with his husband. But for everyone else, their colleagues, when they get to work on Monday morning, HR is going to issue a notice that we've got an open post. We are looking for, for, for someone to fill his post. 
the community members, they would have forgotten about him and, and the pain that she's going through. The, hey, everyone else will be back to normal, but they, their family will never be back to normal. Now, I want you to think about this. As you are pursuing your purpose, and as you are pursuing the fulfillment of your purpose, I want you to evaluate and audit what and who are you prioritizing that you shouldn't be prioritizing. What are some of the things that you are spending your time doing? What are the, some of the things or the people that you are spending your time entertaining that really don't matter? Or that really won't matter to you, that won't really matter to your family and your loved ones? You know, because sometimes we tend to prioritize people that, that we never matter to. We, we were just uh, an inconvenience, if I may use this word. There are some people I know that I, I'll never matter to. There are some neighbors of mine that I know that I'll never make an impact to as much as I would try to think that uh, I'm an impact. But I know, I know there are people in my life that I'll never touch. There are people in my life that I know that I'll never transform. There's just no way that I can be of assistance to them. And the same is with them. Now, as you look at your life and as you look at the, the short time, you, we, we tend to think that we've got all the time in the world, but we don't. We tend to think that we've got all the time in the world, but we don't. You don't have all the time in the world. So you have to choose how you spend your time and the things and the people that you invest your time in and with. If look, you've got the list, now check how much time am I spending on these things. If it's really important to you, prioritize it. If you know what, if, if you were to die, you'd regret not spending enough time with your wife. Make sure, make sure, make sure that you allocate enough time for you to make memories with your wife and your kids. If you would regret not building the business the way that you want it to be built, make sure that you allocate enough time for you to build that business. If, if you would regret not having quality time for yourself, by yourself, make sure, make whatever it is on your top priority list that you would regret not doing at the end of your life, that you would regret doing less of at the end of your life. I want you to allocate enough time to, because at the end of the day, some of us, we were there in the funeral, we were thinking about what are our friends saying in social media. Maybe some, 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 some of the attendees, maybe they were taking pictures and posting on social media to show people that they were attending a funeral. Some took pictures to show them at work that I was at the funeral. But everyone had their own agenda. But she and their kids felt the most pain. And those directly affected by the funeral, the, those family members, they are the ones who are the most affected by the pain of the loss. The pain of the loss. And the rest of us, 90 to 95% of us, we were not directly affected. We can sleep peacefully at night, not even thinking about him, not even thinking about her. It sounds harsh, but that's the truth. Some, some, some of us, we can sleep peacefully at night while she's thinking about his warmth besides her each and every night that she's going to miss for the rest of her life. Yeah, it's very painful. 
Now, as you look at your life, as I conclude, as you look at your life, is it really worth it for you to sacrifice the time with your family and your loved ones for us, for strangers? Is it really worth it for you to spend the rest of your life drinking and partying with people if you were to die, you wouldn't matter to them? Is it really worth is it really worth you spending every most of your time at work take going out with your colleagues while your kids have no father while your kids have no mother is it really worth it for you to spend your time in church uh, 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 criticizing people uh, uh, speaking bad about people is it really worth you spending all of your time at church while your children have no father while your children have no mother is it really worth you spending every every moment of your time being there for everyone, counseling everyone, helping them uh, with their marital problems, helping them with their financial problems, while your own mother, while your own father, while your own brother, while your own sister is suffering and they don't have their act together? Is it really worth it to help everyone else's kids get their life in order and in check while your own children's lives are a mess and they are not in order and they are not in check? Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to be a father to everyone in the community as a community leader and have your children have no father at all? Is it really worth it for your children to see you as the role model in the community, doing everything for everyone but not doing anything and not doing enough for us. Is, is it really worth it? If you were to die and all your children have is the resentment that I never had a father, I never had a mother, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it that at the end of your life, the people who are going to be affected the most, the people who will feel the most, is it really worth it? At the end of your life, to hear your your son, to hear your daughter say, I never knew my father. I don't know the man that I'm burying there. I don't know the woman that I'm burying there because he, he was never there for me. When I had my own problems, when I was being bullied at school, he was not there for me, but he was there for everyone else in the community. He was there for everyone else at work. He bonded with the children of his colleagues, but never had time for me. Is it really worth it? As you look at your life and as you look at your priorities and as you look at your purpose, are you spending your time with the right people? Are you spending your time doing the right things? Are the fruits that you are planting in your purpose, will they be the fruits that you will be proud of at the end of your life? Will you be proud to say that, ah, I spent my time with my kids? Or would you regret not spending enough time with your kids because you spent your life drinking, partying? Is it really worth it to not know what your what your wife or your husband loves the most? But you know what your friends love the most. You know your friend's favorite beer, but you don't know what your husband or your wife's favorite beer is. You know what your favorite, uh, what your what your favorite celebrities, uh, favorite clothing are, favorite brands are, but you don't know what your husband or your wife's favorite brand are. You know what's happening in everyone, in every soap, in every TV show, in every series. You know what's happening everywhere. You know what what everyone is watching, but you don't know what your children are watching. You don't know the things that your the, the websites that your children go to when they are going when they are on the internet. 
You don't know the the websites, uh, the things that your your husband is watching or your wife is watching everywhere. You know everything about everybody, but you know nothing about the people that matter to you. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to know everything that's happening in the country but know nothing about your own family? Is it really worth it to know everything about the struggles that everyone is facing but not know about the struggles your own wife or your husband, your kids and your children are facing? Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? As you look at your life and as you look at your purpose and as you look at the time the time and the people that you are spending most of your time with and you are spending your resources with and on, is it really worth it? If you died today, will it be worth it? Or would you regret, would your heart be filled with regrets, knowing very well that you were never there for your wife, knowing very well that you were never there for your kids? Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? As you look at your life, who are you spending your time with that you shouldn't be spending your time with? Who are you making memories with that you shouldn't be making memories with? Who are you investing your resources financial, emotional, psychological, mental, physical, uh, monetary? Who are you spending those resources on that you shouldn't be spending on? And at the end of your life, will it really matter? Will they think about you? Will they cry for you? Will they be affected by your absence? Or will they be like the rest of us in the funeral who won't be affected, who will have peaceful sleeps? I want you to think about this. As you look at your life, as you look at your desires, you look at everything that you are pursuing, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? And as I conclude, my friend, don't make the unimportant things important in your life. Don't make the unimportant things important in your life. Don't spend most of your time doing things with people who don't matter, with people you won't matter to. Don't spend your resources. Don't spend your time. The most, the most precious asset you have is your time. Making memories with people whose memory they've had with you will forget about. Thank you for tuning in, my friend. I'll see you next time.